tortoise. Hello, I'm Tomini and this is the Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, the Scottish National Party is facing a financial crisis. How could that alter the political landscape in Scotland? That's after a short break. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. We're definitely not facing bankruptcy. I'm pleased to say uh, that we are in a steady footing when it comes to the party's finances. Imagine being forced to deny that the political party you lead is running out of cash. That's the situation facing Hamza Youssef right now. The newly elected leader of the Scottish National Party has been having a tough time since he replaced Nicola Sturgeon in late March. The largest item on his plate is a sprawling police investigation into the party's finances after £600,000 raised for a second independence referendum was apparently spent on other things. Police Scotland are reportedly looking into purchases of burner phones, luxury kitchen items, jewellery and even a motorhome that was seized from the driveway of Nicola Sturgeon's mother-in-law. A £100,000 luxury motorhome was reportedly wheeled away from the house in Fife as part of the active investigation into SNP finances. They've also arrested, questioned and released without charge two key figures in the SNP. Peter Morrill, husband of Nicola Sturgeon and the former CEO of the party, resigned in March, weeks before scores of police arrived at his home, set up a forensic tent in the garden and arrested him. The party treasurer, Colin Beattie, was arrested and released without charge. He has now stepped down from his post. Colin, is this the worst thing that's ever happened to you? No, I was in Beirut, actually, when I was under artillery fire. That was worse. OK, Colin. <laughs> did you know about the motorhome? Did Sorry? you know about the motorhome purchase and did you sign it off? No, I didn't know about it. As the third remaining name on the SNP's accounts, many are wondering whether Nicola Sturgeon could be next. She denies the looming investigation had anything to do with her decision to step down. Uh, the view that some people might have, that I knew this was all about to unfold and that's why I walked away. Nothing could be further from the truth. I could not have anticipated in my worst nightmares what would have unfolded over uh, the past few weeks. It's all moving very quickly. Nicola Sturgeon's legacy, built over many years, is unravelling in weeks. Support for the new leader is already showing cracks and the opposition parties are hoping they can dent the SNP's lead in the polls. Questions of criminality are only part of the SNP problems. The party has been strapped for cash for a while. According to the Register of Interests, donations from individuals to the party amounted to £390,000 last year, down from nearly £800,000 the year before. Before his departure, Colin Beattie informed the party's ruling body that it was struggling to balance the books after an exodus of nearly 30,000 members since last year. And, unluckily for Hamza Youssef, the situation could be about to get even worse. 
Hello, it's James Harding. I'm Tortoise's editor and I'm the host of The News Meeting, the podcast where three people debate which story should really lead the news. On the most recent episode, we were joined by the businesswoman and campaigner Gina Miller, who discussed obesity and people dropping out of the workforce. We also discussed Russia's push into northern Ukraine and the feud between Drake and Kendrick Lamar. To listen, search for The News Meeting on Tortoise News wherever you get your podcasts. Could one of the UK's main political parties really go bankrupt? The auditor of the SNP's accounts, Johnston Carmichael, resigned last year. Hamza Youssef says he only found out about this when he became leader. He's now scrambling to find a new one. The fact that uh, we don't have uh, orders in place is one of the major priorities. You can imagine when I found that out, uh, being the party leader, uh, the party is quickly looking to secure another auditor. The SNP needs to submit an auditor's certificate by the 31st of May or risks losing more than £1 million of short money, taxpayer funding from the House of Commons reserved for opposition parties. So far, they haven't had any luck. Here's Stephen Flynn, the leader of the SNP in Westminster, speaking to Good Morning Scotland on the BBC. To, to be honest, um, I thought it would be a relatively straightforward process to go and secure new auditors. Um, that's obviously proven not to be the case. Ian Blackford, the previous SNP leader in Westminster, says he alerted Stephen Flynn to the situation after he found out about it late last year. But in a sign that cracks are showing in the party, Stephen Flynn denied this was the case. I mean, there, there may well have been uh, discussions between other people, uh, but certainly um, in relation to myself, I became fully aware of the situation on the 10th of February. The iron discipline of Nicola Sturgeon's era also appears to be fading as policy differences emerge. A court challenge to the UK's government decision to throw out Scotland's gender ID law seems to be a particular bone of contention. The General Secretary of ALBA, the pro-independence party led by former First Minister Alex Salmond, which campaigns against self-ID, claims it has gained hundreds of new members since Hamza Youssef took office. As well as disharmony within the party, Hamza Youssef is also having to face down a Labour Party hungry for Scottish votes. Here's Anna Sawa, leader of Scottish Labour, speaking in the Scottish Parliament. On Tuesday, Hamza Youssef tried to convince the country that he represented a fresh start. 16 years of command and control, financial mismanagement and a complete lack of transparency. This isn't just how they governed their party, it's how they govern the country. Publicly, Labour figures talk of capturing 12 SNP-held seats at the general election, while privately, they hope to land nearer to 20. Luckily for the SNP, there are no local elections in Scotland this year, but the police investigation into the party's finances is likely to last for months. It has the potential to overshadow the general election campaign in Scotland. Hamza Youssef told LBC's Andrew Marr that the SNP will not be reimbursing people for the donations they made to the party for independence campaigning. Look, money that is raised uh, by from the membership by the party, we're going to spend that on advancing the cause of independence, uh, referendums. But what exactly does that mean? Part of the reason the SNP ended up in a financial pickle is because of a lack of clarity on what funds would and would not be spent on. Without this clarity, Hamza Youssef may struggle to rebuild his party and win the support of donors. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. 
Today's episode was written by Barney McIntyre and mixed by me, Tomini Babs. Tortoise.